the Mishnah. A woman can take the lulav from the hand of her son or husband and she can put it back in the water on Shabbos. That's talking about a case where they used to bench lulav on Shabbos. We'll learn about that later. So, she can take it from their hand and put it back into the water. So there's two things we learn here. One is you can put it back into the water on Shabbos. And we learn also that even though she has no mitzvah of Natilas Lulav, it's not a mitzvah that women are obligated, still it's not called muktzeh to her. The Lulav is not muktzeh for her. Since for her men folk in the house, the men and the husband and the wife and the children and the sons. It's something that's not muksa, it's not muksa for her either. That's a Kiddish we're learning. Rabbi and he agrees with that, only he's adding information. Shabbos, you put it back in the same water, but you don't change the water. But Yontiv Moisif, Yontiv one degree more lenient. And Yontiv you can add water. You cannot change the water though. You can pour in a little more water, Yontiv, to keep it fresh. It's mutter to exchange the water. On the Cholomayet, we don't do any extra work, but that's mutter. You can exchange the water. Finished. If a cotton before Baal Mitzvah knows how to make Nanuim, so he's chayev to do the Mitzvah. means his father is mechuyev to see that his son does the Mitzvah. Say that. <coughs> Certainly. What's the Chiddush that she can take it from her husband's hand? And for the Gemara, with the same. What is it you might say? Hoyel, since the Isha love bas chiyuba, he a woman, is not one of chiyuv. She's not obligated in the mitzvah lula because it's a mitzvah asayish asman grome. It depends on time. She's not obligated. So I might say, Aim, I would say, lo tekabel. She shouldn't take it because it's to be muktzeh as far as she is concerned. A branch of a tree is muktzeh. A stick is muktzeh. <coughs> a lulav when it comes simchas teres mukse not like some places where a wild boy takes a lulav and dances around the simchas teres with it a lulav is mukse <coughs> it's only on yontiv that it's considered a keli otherwise it's mukse it's a stick <coughs> So I might say, as far as she is concerned, it's considered a stick. Komash malon, that since for other people it's not muksi, so it's not muksi for anybody else. Something that's useful for people, even though for this person not, it's not muksi. Say that. Tonar abonon. Koten This we learned already. Lissat, if he knows how to wrap himself with a baguette, chayev with tzitzis. Tzitzis is a baguette that has four corners. 
So that cotton knows how to put on a four-cornered garment is scissors. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to buy a talus cotton for him. Because not a, even a god was not chayev. We have a mimic today, be called Yisrael, that Jews bring themselves into the mitzvah of tzitzis. What he means here, if a cotton knows how to be misatif, and he's wearing a four-cornered garment, you have to put on tzitzis in the garment. But you don't have to buy him a four-cornered garment to put on tzitzis. It's important to understand that. Or don't tell that to firm Jews, because they'll be outraged. But we put on scissors today. I had an experience once like that, so I'm careful. A Hasidic Jew came at a big fuss. You know, say the Gemara says you don't have to wear scissors. The Dean is no. You only be chayev to wear scissors according to the Gemara. We have a four-cornered garment. It's a nice thing to look for the midstream of your potter. But the Gemara is not talking about that here. The Gemara says a cotton who knows how to wrap himself in a garment, so the garment should have Sitzes. He's not saying you have to buy him a big be- canvas. not talking about that anymore. In those days, they didn't have that. It's a, it's a good thing. Certainly recommended. Today, it's a meaning we call Yisrael. Not to walk even Daladamas without Sitzes. But it's not the din of the Gemara. Baita. Lishmer Tfilin. If he knows how to watch his Tfilin, he shouldn't fall asleep at Tfilin. Well, he shouldn't let out some gaze while he's wearing tefillin, if he understands that. Or if he will okay, the father has to buy tefillin. Now, it doesn't say his father buys other things for him, because tefillin needs to wear all day long, so he needs his own tefillin. So the child has to have tefillin of his own. You can't let him use your tefillin. It's like a lulav, so you let him shake your lulav. Fine. When it comes to tefillin, he has to have his own tefillin, because in those days, everybody wore tefillin all day long. When a child knows how to talk, it means the first talk of a child has to be Torah and Kishma. We don't wait until he learns how to talk all other things. When he starts talking right away, we get in Torah and Kishma. You should know, you should get accustomed to the idea that talking is only for the purpose of Torah and Tefillah. Torah, what kind of Torah do you teach him? Omar Abraham Nuneh, Torah, Tziva, Lonu, Moishe, Moirosho, Kehila, Shaka. The Torah which Moshe commanded us, that's an inheritance for the entire congregation of Yaakov. It means it belongs to everybody. What is that pussy chosen for? People shouldn't think Torah is only for scholars, for a special select class. No, Torah is a property of every single Jew. That's the first lesson we teach a child in Torah. That's why we teach him this Pasuk Torah. Kishma, my, what do you mean, Kishma? Pasuk, Risha. The first Pasuk, Shema Yisrael. So these two psukim are taught to a child as soon as he starts to talk. If he knows how to watch his body from coming in contact with serious kinds of tumor, with tumor that makes him you can eat taharis even though his body was in contact with the taharis. Now, there are two kinds of tumors. The tumor of the goof and tumor of your dying. 
tum of the goof. The whole body becomes tummy only from serious kinds of tumor. There's too much your dime. Hands become tome from almost anything. And therefore, that's midarabono. So if a cotton didn't touch anything with his hands, just say with his foot or with his body he brushed against something of taharis of tume. So we say if he's the kind of cotton who knows how to avoid tumis haguf like nevele or tumis mes or tumis sheres then you can rely on him even though his body even though his body touched the taharis you can eat the taharis but you can't rely on him if his hand touched anything because the hands are more active hands can touch many things so therefore you cannot eat the tume if his hands touch it but suppose he's so far advanced Lishmer es he knows how to guard his hands too, that his hands won't touch anything that's even a tume de rabona. Hands don't, become, don't need a tume de rice, and even tume de rabona. Even if it touches a safer, his hands become tome for tume. you can eat taris by means of his hands. So it's a higher degree of intelligence.